0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Good morning and welcome to Coast View, the show that continues to celebrate Coastal Mississippi and the people who are making this such a wonderful place to live, work, and play. From the Coastal Mississippi studios, I want to thank you for listening on 103.1 or on your favorite podcast or on Facebook or YouTube. However you choose to listen, we're trying to be there for you whenever, wherever you need us. And we appreciate you taking time out of your day to celebrate with us, Coastal Mississippi. I've got a really good one this morning from my friend Stacy Waldrop. It's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and I think it's a great reminder of uh, sort of the way we ought to approach every day. Uh, he said this, write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. You know, we, the one thing we know about, we can't do anything about yesterday. We can only plan for tomorrow. But the one thing that uh, that's, we can bank on is this moment and how we approach this moment is really, really important. My friend Deborah Harrison posted something I thought was really kind of funny. And uh, I think, you know, if you're if you're true to yourself and honest with yourself, you'll uh, you'll probably relate to this one. This is what it says. I've reached the age where my brain goes from. You probably shouldn't say that to what the hell. Let's see what happens. (laughs) I thought that was was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Uh, Anyway, we got a great guest today. My friend Milton Segura. He's the CEO of Coastal Mississippi Tourism. And uh, I love checking in with you, Milton. You you have such a good handle on things. But how are you doing this today?
0: Good morning, Ricky. So nice to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to be with you and Kyle and your audience. Thank you very much.
1: Same here. Same here. Hey, listen, I had our friend Craig Ray on yesterday from Visit Mississippi, and uh, one of the hey, Kyle uh, put that picture up that I that I sent to you this morning. One, of, this is a I mentioned this, but this was a a photo that I took. Of a sunrise you you don't have a cow, that's okay. I took a picture of the of the of a sunrise over Biloxi Bay yesterday, and it reminded me of a conversation that I had with Rick Carter and Terry Green from the Island View the very first week of the show where we talked about have you ever been to a more beautiful place where the sunsets and the sunrises were not where were as pretty as they are here, but this is a particularly beautiful time of the year here, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. And, um, and 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 we're taking a lot of advantage on that. You know, how beautiful we are, um, This the room to room that we can offer as a destination has been a very important component in this recovery efforts that we've been going through in the last um, year or so after the pandemic. So definitely, Ricky, this beautiful destination with the sunsets, the sunrises and everything that we can offer it is certainly one of the favorites in the entire region in the South.
1: Well, you've got to We're going to talk about the new survey and, that you, and some really compelling numbers that came out of that that were that was prepared by the University of Southern Mississippi. But we'll talk about that in a second. I wanted you to know that my son's 30th birthday was uh, last weekend. And uh, I went down. My, my other son came down from New York and we went down and joined a couple of friends down in uh, the Upper Keys, and then we spent some time around Miami, and then went on up to Pompano Beach. But um you know, it was nice being down there. It was it was warm, you know, for the most part. Very windy, I might add. But um, you know, we did a little fishing. Fishing's kind of okay that, down there, but the fishing here is really I mean, I don't care where I go, I always want to come home because the fishing is so good here. And, um, as you know, from, from your time, you spend a lot of time in Miami yourself. You know, it's pre- pretty congested there. you know, you get a lot of people here. We get spread out a little bit. Um, so when I go away, it's always neat to kind of, you know, touch, you know, another community, but man, when I get home, it's always like home, sweet home. You know, uh, we've, we've got a lot to be happy about We got a lot to be feel fortunate to have here in coastal Mississippi. Don't we?
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and Ricky, um, Obviously, many destinations in the area, all of them beautiful. I'm sure there's a lot to offer in those destinations, Miami, for example. But in this particular times that we're living, and again, some information from meeting planners, we did some surveys with them specifically about coastal Mississippi. And they said, you know, for the time being, I don't want to bring my groups to tier one destinations. They are so congested. You know, there is a lot of traffic. There is too much people. I'm looking for Tier 2 or Tier 3 destinations that I'm sure, if they have the necessary precautions in place, I'm sure there's going to be space. The traffic will not be an issue. The uh, overcrowded is not going to be a, an issue. And we, as Coastal Mississippi, we're, we're taking that as a, a very specific opportunity to try to re-engage with the meetings and conventions community because we, too, can offer that room-to-room, that space that we're, they're looking to provide a safe environment uh to their attendees but at the same time enjoying a beautiful destination as coastal mississippi so it's key uh it's not only the the feeling that you got when you were there and you got here it's also a competitive advantage for us coastal mississippi in this particular time
1: well you said at the very beginning and we've talked about that a lot that one of the keys to our success is that such a high number of people who visited coastal Mississippi drove here by car, which was going to create a real advantage for us in this COVID situation. And I'm looking at some of the highlights from the survey you guys recently completed. You can tell people about what the survey was for, but the highlights sort of confirm everything that we, that we hoped it would. Uh, And one of the most important is that people did want to travel. Even during the pandemic, people still want to travel. And there's a, and Coastal Mississippi has a very advantageous strategic position as it relates to that. And uh, so why don't you tell people about the survey, uh, what what the purpose of the survey was and what some of the key conclusions were?
0: Absolutely, every two years, um, we hire this company, it's called Longwoods International. They are one of the best in the business in helping destinations and companies to to get the numbers about what's your business. And um, we did the visitor's profile Uh, until December 2019, and I'm so happy to share with you, uh, Ricky, that our total number of visitors is 14.2 million visitors a year, that it's an increase of 700,000 net visitors from the 13.5 that we had in 2017. Of those 14.2 million, 8.1 million are day visitors, and 6.1 million are uh, overnight visitors. That's very important. Uh, The total economic input um, and expenditures of those 14.2 million visitors, it's almost $1.9 billion in our economy. So think about that. The coast, coastal Mississippi, from Waveland to Moss Point, 14.2 million visitors, $1.9 billion into our economy. Think about that because that is so important. And still, the majority of our community members, they said, I want to see more. I want to see how we can um, develop further the tourism economics because they understand, number one, the importance of the economic component of this, but number two, we're doing this in a way that we are protecting the community values and uniqueness of the coast. You don't see traffic jams, you don't see people uh, shoulder to shoulders in our beaches, or you don't see that happening in the downtown areas of our beautiful small cities. So we've been able to maintain that uniqueness of the experience of coastal mississippi while we keep moving in the right direction to make sure we maximize the potential economic benefit of the industry for the coast
1: what's what's interesting about that that's the statistics you just shared is that slightly more than half are day trippers and there you know obviously a little less than half are coming here for stay overnight but they really, I think that, you know, there's probably, you can probably even break that down further, but it would certainly suggest that I-10 and the strategic position of I-10 is really important to Coastal Mississippi.
0: Oh, we have two airports. The one that Clay handles in Gulfport Biloxi, which is great. It's a phenomenal regional airport, second to none. And then I-10, that's the other runway that we have. <laughs> and, um, and again, as, as you said at the beginning, um, we are a driving destination. And you can tell when you have 8.1-day visitors. and That's why it's so important to have the events that we have. You can come any weekend to the coast, and there is always something to do in, in, in Biloxi or Waveland or or Pascagoula or Long Beach. There's always activities in our coast, and people love that. They know that for a fact. Um, and also, the people that are staying, they are coming here. And, and the good thing is that, and this is very important, for both categories, Ricky, gaming is the most important element when they decide to come and visit in a different ratio but the number one um, asset that we have the number one reason why people come and visit the coast is because of the gaming options that we have So that's very important because we are a very solid second to none gaming destination but we're more than that and that's the key and that's how we've been able to really position coastal mississippi so we maximize that competitive advantage that we have of being one of the best gaming destinations in the nation. On top of that, we have all the elements from fishing to going to the beach or just uh, you name it. We have so many things to do, and that's what makes coastal Mississippi so different and so unique to other destinations in the south.
1: One of the things I, the like thing about, I like about about the survey is that over two thousand respondents. So that's a pretty large sample size, and yes. The uh, average income is $75,000 99000 so th- that's, that's pretty strong, actually, when you compare it to the, to the medium income here in Mississippi. Um, the other is when you look at keywords, and we'll, we'll pick this up on the other side that we're getting near the break now, but when you look at keywords, casino is up there, but events are up there, the coast is up there, attractions, activities, golf, beach. These, you, you really understand... When you see it in this perspective, how all of these elements play together to create an experience, as opposed to one single thing dominating, you know, and I, I think that's really important. Actually, casinos are extraordinarily important to the overall mix, but but it's not the only thing. And uh, when you add casinos to the beach, to the you know what how what some people would, would call the coast, uh, man, it's just it's a powerful combination. Anyway, this is Milton Segura. CEO, Coastal Mississippi Tourism. We'll be back with, and continue our conversation after this.
0: Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to
1: live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews
0: on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome back to Coast View. We have Milton Segarra with us as the CEO of Coastal Mississippi Tourism. We're just kind of you know checking in and, and getting the latest. There, there have been a couple of of, of surveys done. And I want to make sure that we're not confusing the audience. One is essentially a resident sentiment uh, survey that was done for by Southern Miss, Miss uh, and we'll t- that's that's the one that I was referring to just before we went to the break. The other one was a visitor a visitor out profile. Uh, yes, a survey that that was last done in two thousand and nineteen, uh, and we just recently updated it. That's where you got the uh, the data for fourteen point two million visitors and with some insights into that, which I you know is still blown away at the number of people who make a day trip here the opportunities that i offers to coastal of Mississippi is really incredible but but you know when you look at this the the, uh, the resident sentiment toward tourism report, which is, again, over 2,000 respondents, um, there are some real important uh, pieces of information that come out of that study, aren't there?
0: Oh, absolutely. First is the, um, uh, how committed and how knowledgeable our communities are about tourism, the implications of tourism in, in our day-to-day living and the economic implications. But more important, Ricky, is the fact that they are eager and willing to to entertain the opportunity to keep growing this, this industry for the coast. And they all see that if we can continue growing the industry in a sense that it will be a, uh, an opportunity to enhance the quality of life, the quality of place of the coast, that is really important. Because equally important is to have those facilities and venues and, and, and uh, entertaining opportunities for our visitors but for us as well that we live here. And that makes this quality of place a better place to live, a better place to invest, and a better place to certainly um, um, maybe develop some new businesses or opportunities and and certainly have a great life while you're here. So that's great.
1: So one of the things that that I was doing uh, in preparation for this meeting, I do this every time we talk, we have uh, a planned conversation as I go, I go to uh, the internet and I do a I do a, a search on coast of Mississippi and what I really want to do is just kind of get an idea of what people are writing and I always trip over something I haven't seen before. And this particular website is travelawaits.com. dot com. I don't I, you may or may not know that particular one, but but it, th- there's a story specifically about exploring Mississippi's Gulf Coast. Ten fantastic experiences and it starts to kind of break them all down. They're all familiar to us. Take. Take it slow in Bay St. Louis is number one. Pass through the pass is number two. Uh, explore Ocean Springs is number three. You know, stroll the boardwalk in Biloxi, and it just goes on from there. There's so many like this that you can go look, and inevitably it takes you to tri- Tripadvisor. I mean, come on now, Tripadvisor. It's got to be one of the most important places that that visitors go. Actually, is there a more important place that that visitors would go than TripAdvisor?
0: Actually, TripAdvisor is the number one source as we speak. That's that's, what people, especially in the tourism industry, that's almost a mandatory stop or search uh, when you're into a destination or considering going to a destination or a hotel or a car rental company or a restaurant or a facility, attraction. If people have been there, most likely you'll see some sort of feedback in TripAdvisor. And and this is really important, Ricky, and I'm glad you brought this up because, um, as a matter of fact, I think maybe a year ago, prior to the pandemic, we did a seminar for our partners here in the coast to learn and maximize those opportunities to handle. That's called reputation management. and And, and the key is that. Everything that content that it's in, in TripAdvisor, it is what it's called user generated content. This was not done by the destination. It was not done by, by TripAdvisor. This is actual clients that you had in your facilities and they are sharing with the world literally what they found in your place, in your hotel, your restaurant, or what was the experience. So it is really important that from a business perspective and, and from a owner or investor perspective, Employee perspective, you engage with them. Those that took time to make a review on your facilities or services, you should uh, take a lot of uh, attention and, and really manage that. Uh, those answers and that content.
1: Well, I watch the way my wife Anne uses Tripadvisor, and um, I'm, I'm sure it's normal. I said uh, the, the average family probably uses it exactly the way that she uses it. She's planning out her, her the visit. If uh, she sees negative reviews about something, she tries to get a little bit below the surface to try to understand, is that just a a bad day or whatever, or is there some kind of a a theme here? And she'll plan her visit based on that. And the good news is when I look at TripAdvisor, and my company, I told you in my prior media world, we had a pretty active uh, reputation management uh, structure inside of our company Ah, uh, where we helped other companies do reputation management, and it's it's extremely important. You cannot take your foot off that gas pedal because if you do, it could it you know one comment could lead to another, and before long you actually have a problem. Uh, and when it was just a bad day, so. But anyway, what what I what I have you know watching my my wife use it, she she really will literally plan uh, a visit based on it, and. You see it in your business, and I'm sure that's why you guys had a ceremony, a ceremony, a seminar about it. Um, but companies may think that they don't have control over that, and there's, you know, certainly they 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 don't have specific control because, as you said, that's the users that are providing that feedback. But there are a lot of things that they can do, and I think probably the most important advice is don't don't assume that you're powerless in that. You can you can improve the experience. You can Fix whatever the comment was. You can, you can, you can, you can, you know, really encourage people who visit to go on and make a comment if they had a positive experience. But what other things would you suggest?
0: Well, as you said, Ricky, um, you cannot control what they're going to write about you or your business, but you do control how you engage with them. How do you respond? And, and how? What type of a strategies you have in place? Um, the general rule is that you should not let one of those comments unanswered. You should engage and and see there's different ways to do that. Um, but I just want to let you know, Ricky, Travel um, Tripadvisor, excuse me, it's one of the strategic partners for Coastal Mississippi, and it's not only about the, that user generated content. They do have other opportunities from booking um, a business to digitally uh, marketing uh, opportunities, um, and we are. Uh, at all times working with them to provide content that is going to be um, um, showed in, in those um, platforms in TripAdvisor. So th- it's not only the, the comment, it is the most important. They started like that way, but they have grown as a company, taking advantage of the many opportunities within the travel industry. And we are part, and we're doing with them since the last, I don't know, two, three, four years, we've been working hand-in-hand with, Coastal, um, with TripAdvisor as a strategic partner for us.
1: That's good to see. What, by the way, one of the things that I see at, when I look at it is I'm reminded that the Biloxi Ocean Springs Bridge is is one of the top attractions. People like walking it. They like, you know, since we've made it easy for people to park at the base of the bridge and and the beautiful sights and you know, well, not necessarily sounds because it's a highway, but it's safe and uh, people really like that. I mean, they enjoy it. Lots of pictures being taken from there. You, you've heard oh, yeah. that over and over, haven't you?
0: It is, it is another example of the contrast here in the coast. You're, you're a minute, in a minute, you're walking downtown um, um, Ocean Springs, Government Street, Washington Avenue, and all of a sudden, in a minute, you're in this gigantic bridge, which is so beautiful. And it, it's another contrast of, of what the coast can offer. And that's what people like besides walking or running or, 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 or just driving by. It's a beautiful view. Uh, of the coast, so yes, certainly we have heard, and we use that that bridge a lot in terms of the of the video content that we generate, photo as well. So it is a um, well known bridge, as well as the one in in Bay San Louis, by the
1: way. Right, right, right. After Katrina, we fought so hard to get the you know the walking path on that. The, you know, a lot of resistance to that for quite a while, but eventually. Everyone sort of gave in and they paid the extra money, and man, it, it created something really special for us there. Hey, so um, if you look at the, the pandemic, and a really good story that came out recently in the Wall Street Journal that said that we may be severely underestimating the peop- <clears throat> number of people who actually had COVID that were asymptomatic. And that population combined with those that are getting the vaccine now that the vaccine is really beginning to pick up in terms of people getting it. Um, you know, we could be in a better place by, you know, mid 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 uh, mid uh, summer. Uh what are you hearing from your from your cohorts in the in the tourism industry?
0: Yes, um with the vaccine available uh, and this is uh, research and findings from this week, Ricky. Um right now, close to 81% of Americans are considering traveling within the next considering travel for within the next 6 months. Um what they want to do, 45% are saying visiting friends and families, and that's good for us. The second um, uh, the second um, um, uh, thing they want to do is go to places with, which has a waterfront or a beach. We have that. And the third one is they want to take a road trip, and, and we are really good at that. So the, what we're looking at is, is, is very favorable, looks great. And, and just to give you an example, very quickly, I know we're running out of time. Um, After the pandemic, with everything we have done, Coastal Mississippi and the state of Mississippi, it's very important that people know that um, the, in terms of the recovery, Mississippi has led the way in the nation. We are recovering faster than any other destination in the, or any other state in the nation. And coastal Mississippi being responsible of at least one third of everything that happens in Mississippi is leading. Um, I can tell you, uh, very humble that we're doing a, a good job to make sure that we recover faster than anybody else in the region. And the numbers are, that we're seeing it, are very good. Only single digit behind in some categories. The revenue, which which in the nation is like 50% behind, in Coastal, Mississippi is like 20%. So, still in, in red, but not as as far as, as the other uh, places in the nation. So that, well, congratulations,
1: Milton, around. on that. I really appreciate you visiting, uh, and we'll talk to you real soon. This is Milton Segarra from Coastal, Mississippi Tourism, and we'll be back after this break.
0: Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.